everyone, and welcome or welcome back to NTI's Japan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ziv Nakajima again. Thanks for joining us today. Great to have you with us.、Um, I hope you're enjoying this holiday season as best you can.、Uh, this particular December of 2020 is、uh, definitely not the typical holiday period we're all used to,、um, or at least it shouldn't be if you're considering any Christmas or New Year's parties, or at least the physical type, you know, as opposed to online or virtual ones. Um, how about reconsidering? I mean, Japan's still averaging close to 3,000 new daily cases. Many places around the world are doing even worse than that. And even if your place of residence doesn't enforce any strict lockdown measures, as Japan doesn't, it's really up to us, right? Not top down government policies, just to help curb the COVID infections graph. So while I, again, really feel the pain of、uh, all of my friends and families、uh, working or running their own hospitality or travel businesses, for example, And while I really do wish that local and national governments would be doing more to help people out, I mean, after all, this is exactly why we pay our taxes, but there's a bigger picture here, and we all need to look at it carefully and responsibly. So, for us at least, this is going to be a strictly granular family kind of Christmas, New Year's celebration this year, not even going up to the in laws in Fukui as we do every year, and we definitely won't be going out to celebrate. Maybe just a small lunch, something of the sort. And I really sincerely wish you all do the same. You know, catch up on family time.、Uh, board games, card games have become a huge hit at our home this year. And I know they have for many families that I'm in touch with.、Um, cooking, which is always fun even in normal times, took off like a storm. We've been getting pretty creative around the kitchen. Casual hikes, drives, you know, stuff that doesn't really necessitate coming in contact with too many other people. These are all great fun too. I know I've been catching up on my photography.、Um, and I'm sure our sponsor, by the way, Alex Watanabe from Snaps.talk, has been doing the same. If you're still not familiar with Alex and his work, highly recommend it to check it out. I will link to it in this episode's show notes again. Or you can just hit him up directly on snaps, as in pictures.talk, T O K, at gmail.com. Or via his Instagram account. He's called Tokyo underscore Night Owl there. So, if you want to look like a Hollywood star on your social media or capture a special moment like a birthday,、uh, a wedding, business seminar, or just a weekend barbecue, Alex offers professional photography and videography shootings in Tokyo. His experience is flexible and he's super affordable. Rates start at just 3,000 yen or so, so super cheap. And of course, photos can be delivered as data or printed out, several sizes, postcard, poster, what have you. Alex is the man for all your photos and video needs in Tokyo, Japan. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to take a break from the business calls for a while.、Um, I've been talking a lot in these calls about us and what we can do for buyers and property owners here in Japan. And you're probably more than familiar by now with who we are here at NTI and the services we provide. So we're buyer buyer's agents, we're proxies, we help people buy, sell, and manage all kinds of properties all over the country as a single point of contact in English. And Equally important, if not more so, we also provide the Japanese professionals that the buyers and owners need to work with.、Uh, we provide these with a native Japanese point of contact, which, as most of you probably realize by now, is a big thing for them. Since, aside from a few very specific locations in Japan, it does tend to be a bit difficult to find professionals to work with as a foreigner, especially in real estate, which is a very old school industry. And that's for all kinds of reasons language, mentality reasons, which we've discussed here before. But for today's episode, Um, and I bring this up because we've had a few exchanges with both new and exciting、uh, and existing clients this month. They are exciting, but they're mainly existing clients. And those few interactions have led me to believe that it might not be as obvious,、um, even though we do、uh, spell things out when we、uh, get contracted, 
I would like to actually go over what we don't or cannot or simply will not do. So it's really important when a company starts a relationship with a new client for both sides to be aware of what exactly is included in the services that are going to be provided. And equally important, both sides need to be clear on what's not included. Simply because if that's not laid out and clear from the get-go, it can lead to disappointments or even disputes down the track. And we, like most professional companies, prefer our clients well-informed, well in advance of hiring our services to avoid this exact sort of situation. And also to let the client know what to expect from us and at what price. And also what, if anything, they'll need to hire other professionals for or pay separate fees for. So you already know what we are. We're buyers, agents, proxies. But here's what we're not. So we're not realtors and we're not property managers. We work with third parties for both of these services. And the advantage is that this gives us the ability to be completely interest-free as far as representing our clients goes. So we have no vested interest in any particular properties, any particular areas for you to buy in, and no vested interest in working with any particular tenant bases, with any particular renovation or repair companies, which many property managers do. We are 100% on the buyer or seller side, depending on who it is that we've been hired to represent. And if we happen to represent both, which is sometimes the case when, for example, one of our clients wants to sell a property and another one of our clients wants to buy it, and in those cases, we won't even have to work with a realtor, and that does save a few bucks. So the buyer and seller would both be our clients, and they can expect the same level of professional advice and services to be facilitated on both their behalves. And our clients who sell property know uh, very well if we believe that a property that they're selling is not really an attractive deal anymore – And this can happen for any number of reasons, because building management has gone downhill or building fees have gone up. A particular area might be less attractive than it was when they purchased, or the property has gotten too old since it was purchased, so it doesn't really generate the same stable and reliable income it used to. We'll immediately let them know that we won't be recommending that particular property to any of our clients. So we're still more than happy to help them sell it, but it'll be on the open market using a realtor. And it'll most likely be sold to a local Japanese buyer or a local property company who might be interested in it um, for various other reasons, aside from the straightforward investment vehicle value. We are also not accountants. So we can be your bookkeepers for all matters related to your property portfolio income and expenses, but not anything else. And if you don't live in Japan and you don't have a bank account here, we'll most likely have to take care of your income collections and expenses payments for you. And that is included in our monthly charges which means that we'll also provide you with an annual statement and we'll send funds back to you, of course, at your request. And we'll even advise on exchange rates, depending on which country and which currency you'll be withdrawing your funds into. But we're not accountants. And that means that aside from some general guidelines as to tax brackets and individual versus company ownership of properties, uh, depreciation considerations and so forth, we would always advise that you consult with an accountant based on your own private circumstances. And for that same reason, because we're not accountants, we also can't file your tax return statements for you, neither here in Japan and, of course, not in any other country. So you will need an accountant for that as well if you don't do it yourself and if you're over the reporting threshold. And accountants obviously charge for their services uh, as they normally do for consultations. What else are we not? We're not property lawyers. We're not immigration lawyers. We're not solicitors. We can't represent you in court. We can't take care of your visa applications, business-related or otherwise, And we can't conduct property transactions on your behalf without a property lawyer. Uh, We can and are regularly 
managing those lawyers on your behalf. We provide them with the documentation they need. We pay the court or the legal registration fees as required from your account held by us on your behalf. And we can even help you shop around for the best lawyer to suit your requirements when that's necessary and even replace them if they fail to perform, same as we do with any other service providers. But we cannot act instead of a lawyer. We are also not certified translators. And even on an ad hoc level, we won't be translating all of the Japanese documentation involved in the purchase, the sale, and the management for you. What we do as your proxies and as your advisors is we give you summaries and bottom lines to the best of our understanding. And in some cases, like in the case of purchase and sale contracts or property spec documents or insurance policies, for example, there's a huge amount of industry-specific information in these documents that we wouldn't presume to have a deep understanding of, let alone the ability to professionally review and translate into English for you. So we can tell you, for example, how much the legal and registration fees are for a particular property and if they're within reason based on our experience or how much the annual premiums are for an insurance policy, uh, what the maximum coverage is. And we can definitely tell you whether that particular insurance company has been relatively easy to deal with uh, when a claim does need to be processed. But we will not be able to let you know exactly how the legal fees or total coverage of the insurance is derived. We know that it's generally based on the property's official evaluations, but we're not insurance actuaries. And again, we're not accountants. And don't forget that also uh, property official evaluations, as they show up on tax statements, are not extremely clear. They're they're, uh, comprised of quite a few different uh, components that an accountant can sort of add up for you and let you know what the total is. And that total evaluation is normally going to be quite different to the market price, as we've mentioned here many times in the past. But for these exact calculations, you will have to communicate directly with an accountant or a legal professional in the case of legal contracts. And in all likelihood, you will have to pay them for their time if you do so. We can save you that hassle and expense based on our experience by telling you, again, in bottom lines, what to expect in each and every scenario to the best of our experience. But we cannot uh, interpret legal documents or complex financial calculations such as insurance companies, uh, insurance policies and tax returns on your behalf. This is not what we do. Similarly, we're not building inspectors. We're not zoning regulators. We can communicate with these professionals on your behalf if you have need of them. We're not asset managers, but we can appoint asset managers for you and we can supervise their work. We're not developers or resort operators, but we can research good companies for you to work with in areas where that's possible. And we can manage the relationship for you and so on and so forth. So we're your arms and your legs here in Japan, and we generally have a very good understanding and professional know-how on how to represent you to the best and most profitable uh, results. But we're not a certified jack-of-all-trades who can do anything. We're portfolio managers, we're proxies, we're project managers, we can put together a good team, we can manage them for you, we cannot replace them or act instead of them. So that's really a crucial difference that needs to be understood before you hire our services or any buyer's agent or any proxy for that matter. Otherwise, you're bound to be disappointed at some stage, either because you expected a service that we can't provide directly or because you expected a particular service or suite of services that would be included in the price that you're already paying us for management or for facilitation of a transaction when, in fact, those services are billed separately, just as they would have been if you were to hire these professionals on your own. So yeah, that's all I really wanted to say today, folks. And on that note, if you are looking for a professional lawyer, speak of the devil, to assist you with your visa company set up here in Japan, 
Look no further than our sponsor, Hiroshi Shimizu. We'll link to his contact details again in this episode show notes, but you can reach him via email on info at h for hiroshi shimizu officecom Or just pick up the phone, give him a ring, plus 81 if you're calling from overseas or just a zero from within Japan, 92732-7755. He's already helped quite a few of our clients and personal acquaintances, and he's excellent at what he does, so don't be shy. Have a chat with him if you're in the market for visas of any kind or looking to set up a local Japanese company or branch of a foreign company and so forth. Now, as for us, we're going on a short break and we'll be back in a couple of weeks, hopefully with some exciting new episodes. I really love the first uh, few months of the new year because that's when we're going to have our annual market trends and projections episode, which is always exciting and will be very interesting uh, in the light of the whirlwind that 2020 was. We'll also hear from Shai Greenberg from Genkai Capital, our regular top market sort of commercial expert commentator. And he's going to tell us what the year was like um, as far as those huge domestic cross-border mega deal go. And of course, our best of 2020 episode compilation, which will feature the best parts of your favorite episodes in 2020 based on your download numbers. So yeah, looking forward to catching up with you all early next year. Do let us know what you thought of this episode or the podcast or this year, if you want, in the comment section. And please, please, please share the podcast with your own networks if you feel that they might find some interest in it. We love new subscribers and we love reaching as many people as we can here on the Japan Real Estate Podcast. So go ahead and rock our boat. So that's it from us for this year, folks. Again, hope you had a fantastic holiday season and we'll have a happy new year. And we will catch up with all of you again very, very soon in 2021. よろしく。